ways. Keep a rugged dress hole. Always in this stress mode. That shit gon' send you to your grave. So, you think you don't know that? Welcome to Run the Means, a new podcast by workers for workers who want to eat the rich with a soda on the side. I'm your host, Tank Bay, and I am joined by the handsome Maddie Mara. Is Of course, you know, it's a pseudonym, but you're going to go with it. Maddie Mara, a.k.a. Rickety Cricket for all you It's Always Sunny fans out there. Um, go ahead and tell us how you feel. I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. And that's why we're doing this podcast, correct? Yes, it is. How mad are you on a scale of 1 to 10? I'm on 11. <laughs> I'm ready to bring the tanks out. So if you guys didn't know already, um, this podcast here is run by two lefties. I would be what you would consider a tanky. And I don't want to hear, um, you know, much about that just yet. Just I'll explain my reasons later on as we do more episodes. But um, yes, I, I'm only self-describing myself as a tanky because I've been called that. And, you know, if the shoe fits, I'm going to go ahead and wear it proudly. It's, you know, lovely. <laughs> and then we have um, Maddie Mara over here who is more of a democratic socialist. So he's going to be giving you a different, less extreme, less killmonger perspective of um, the issues. Whereas I'm probably going to be the killmonger in the group. So, um... Anyway, let's go ahead and move on. We've got some topics to the show. Yes, and this is the do. first segment. We call it Jib Jab. Jib Jab. Jib Jab. Got good Jib Jab. <laughs> we call it Jib Jab because that's what we like to do. This is the <laughs> part of the show where we talk about everything and anything that has to do with, you know, just life in general. It doesn't have to be political and stuff like that. So what do you have for Jib Jab? Anything interesting? I know that you, you know, you keep your ears onto the Facebook streets. I don't know how you tolerate it. But <laughs> you keep your ears to the Facebook streets. What Sometimes. have you found? I mean, any I'm, anything of interest? Any any bullshit? Any fuck shit? Well, I, I did uh, confirm that the condoms snorting uh, trend was old. Oh lord! And someone snorted a condom in a YouTube video back in 2013, and for some reason the media is picking it back up. I don't know why, but I thought it was real at first, and I was just like, oh my god, these kids got to be stopped. We don't have anything more important to to report about on the news than old shit from what year was 2013, it? 2013. Jesus. Initially. We don't have anything better to do? No. <laughs> it's a slow news day. <laughs> it's a slow news day. Oh, my God. That is... um. All right. Well, that is horrific. And, um, okay. <laughs> I, you know what's disturbing? And, and we're going to talk more about the media in a couple of our topics. Then we're going to get into that some more af- after we're done, we're done with Jib Jab. But... Um, Today, you know, as we talk about the media and this whole Sinclair thing, this just kind of goes back into how useless the media can be, right? Like, there's a hundred things you could be reporting on, but instead they somehow, somebody dug up an old Snopes. And and Snopes yep. basically debunked it, right? It's not really... Yeah, that, Snopes looked into it. It's not really that space. big of an issue. No. Okay. So, like, it's not even that big of an issue, so it just kind of begs the question, if they're digging up old news from 2013... Right? What could they? What are they hiding? You know what I'm saying? They're like digging that up so they can put the other thing in the ground. So I would love to know what they're hiding. You know. So all right. So this is what we're gonna be talking about, folks. Today we have a long, uh, well, not a long state. It's gonna be a nice short podcast. But um, we've got quite a bit to talk about today. Um, and we're gonna be trying to catch up with um a couple of other you know, uh, news events that we may have missed because the podcast was getting ready. But one of the first things we're going to be talking about today is uh, Ethan Couch, the affluenza teen. And we're going to be talking about him in our Gulag Gang section. Then (laughs) moving forward in zombies. Do you want zombies? Because this is how you get zombies. We're going to be talking about CRISPR and that whole genetic, let's map your genes to see what diseases you have and why that could be bad in the wrong capitalist hands. We're also going to be talking about Trump on Am- 
Amazon on Amazon, his tweets on Amazon and why God damn it. He's actually right about that, but he's still a piece of shit. Um, and other things like capitalism working and how the Remington factory is being shut down. Um, we're also going to be talking about the Oklahoma strikes and who else is going on strike? I thought it was Oklahoma and Arizona. Is it Oklahoma? Kentucky. No, they were already on strike. I thought Arizona just got off or they just, what they, one of them, um, I know it's Oklahoma for sure. I thought Arizona already did theirs. We talked about it in one of our um SA meetings. See, Oklahoma's going on strike. Yes. Oh wow. They've got we're looking at a video of it right now from CNN. It is massive. So we're definitely going to be talking about that because and you're not you know, there's gonna be a lot of sides to that. So we're gonna wow. break it down from two different aspects here. And um yeah, we've got quite a few things to talk about um aside from that. So let's go ahead and get started. Oh and we also have in our Mom, the white people are wilding out section. We're going to be talking about the old white guy who decided to say that word and got his ass beat. And, <laughs> and why folks like it, we're going to be talking about that. So aside from that on jib jab, I mean, there's not a lot going on. We're going to be WrestleMania is next Sunday. So we're excited about that. So I guess, you know, we can do a little tiny prediction prediction. What's going on with you? Who do you uh, I mean, do you even know who's in? Do you even care? <laughs> I don't. I just want to say real quick, and this is for the re- my my friends who are you know also wrestling fans who are still listening into this. I I cannot, and, and actually this is a really good like anti capitalist part, and this is me taking up for Daniel Bryan as a worker. But I'm really concerned about him coming back to work after them saying that his neck was basically a dub, right after taking so much damage. And I'm really concerned that they were so quick to get him back and leverage the money that I don't know if he's really ready or if he should even do it. I don't know if it's safe. And I think we forget how quick they are to do some of these harebrained schemes. Like, let's not forget what happened with Owen Hart. You know, let's not forget about some of these other injuries. So I'm just kind of like, I don't know. But I think they're so quick to get like, like the angry white guys who were so tired of Roman Reigns back that they were like, fuck it. You know, and he's like, I want to work. I don't want to be on the sidelines anymore. So we'll see how that turns out. Oh, Undertaker, Blue Lives Matter. Oh, what? Yeah. Um, doesn't surprise me, but like, mm. damn. Is he wrestling John Cena at WWE? I'm pretty sure he is. I'm pretty sure he is. They have him. They have oh, him. Okay. Uh, okay. They have him doing uh, all that shit. Know you know, John's getting ready on the Instagram and all that stuff. So yeah. Oh, he is. Okay. I know yeah. John likes to come out and get his ass beat every Monday and Tuesday. <laughs> Honey, just stay back there, John. <laughs> Well, he's gonna be on Jesus and Meryl tonight, so yes, you know I can't Jesus wait to see what that's gonna be like. I wonder, you know, I wonder if the black side's gonna come out. <laughs> he's not. Yeah, really, remember the old, remember the old rap. Hip-hop you know star? that's right. Okay, yes, we didn't forget Jonathan, <laughs> Jonathan <laughs> Felix. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, Jib Jab is really short because we got more important things to cover. So today, in our first segment, in our yeah very first segment, we're gonna be talking or next segment. Sorry, we're gonna be talking. It's called "So I Was Fucking My Employees Over the Other Day." Yeah. And and this is going to be where we highlight all the ancient actions of big and small business. But first, we would like to do a word from our sponsor. Hello, friends. Are your guillotines losing their edge? Has meting out sweet, sweet justice to fat capitalist necks made your guillotines dull and lusterless? Well, friends, we all make mistakes. Merkham Guillotine Service and Repair has over 200 years of experience in retributive justice. Don't let your proletarian plans fall to the wayside because of that old guillotine that needs fixing. Merkham Guillotine Service and Repair, ahead of the competition since 1804. communities, Eastern Iowa communities, Mid-Michigan communities. We are extremely proud of the quality, balanced journalism that CBS4 News produces. But we are plaguing our country. The sharing of biased and false news has become all too common on social media. More alarming, some media outlets publish these same fake stories without checking facts first. So those were just a few of the um, 
<laughs> news. I don't know if you would even call those news reports, or if you would just call those promos. You know, it's almost like it's almost like in the WWE when a wrestler comes up and he just speaks to the camera. And he says what he has to say, and like he just goes on and on and on. And on. Like Charlie, you know, it's always Sunny would say, and just like just keep going. And I feel like it's almost like it was just like, it, it really is what it is. There's no, it's not a, uh, they don't really give a fuck about the news or anything like that. It's just that they're just doing this, this promo by these people. So in case you were under a rock, um, what's happening is news, there were several news anchors that over the weekend, over some point, you know, amount of time, people noticed that they were saying the same thing word for word, and it was always about fake news and bias this and bias that. Yep. And then, you know, the people are putting it together, they realize that they're run by Sinclair Media, which we should all know by now, especially if you're a leftist, that they are run by a 100% conservative, like pro-Trump, yep. um, you know, news family or whatever. And so I'm just kind of like, they're, they're screwing over their employees. So the reason why this became a really big news item is one of the anchors from Seattle Como. She was like, this is really ridiculous. And so now, you know, that started to get, to dig people deeper. But I guess I'm surprised that anyone is surprised that the media <laughs> is owned by just a couple mega corporations. Exactly. Like, what are we mad about here? That the media, that I mean, what, what exactly, what is the issue here? That the media is doing its job as the propaganda arm of the ruling class? Like, I, I, I'm not sure what they're confused about. I don't know. They, it's not like the poor own the media, so right. the rich do. So, I mean, all of them do. So it's not like there's going to be an alternative. Have we been hiding under rocks? Did we forget that this is what they're designed to do? To Like, <laughs> like that's how capitalism works, kids? Like, I'm not sure. Like, this would also fall under our capitalism works category because it just, and reactionary roundup ca uh, segment, because it just doesn't make... It's just so reactionary how people respond on the left to these types of things like, <gasps> shock. You know, not even on the left, but like in liberal side. So it's like, oh my God. You know, like, but I mean, the things that they said, you know, you're concerned about the promo, but you're not concerned about them, you know, being the war drums to go to war with North Korea or no. Venezuela. But now we're like really concerned about them saying something about fake news. And here comes Donald Trump. Saying he supports them and hates NBC and CNN, of course. You know, guess what? We hate them all, Donald. So, you know, you could try doing that once in a while. Um, I mean, any other news there in employees getting fucked up? I mean, technically, we can talk about um, the Oklahoma um, teachers going on strike, but I would actually prefer to keep that in on, in our segment, Devon, get the tanks, because I feel like that's some mobilization there, and seeing these numbers, there's a lot of people, but we're also going to talk about um, the the issues that we have with this particular movement, because these are in red states, so we'll get to that later. Uh, moving forward, in our next section in Mom, the white people are wilding out again, we're going to be talking about... Um, well, let's go ahead. <laughs> let's go ahead and talk about the white man who decided that he was going to say an N-word to a restaurant full of black people in the South. Um, well, you got to remember, he claims that they almost ran him over in the parking lot. Right. I had a feel. I have a feeling that I, I have a feeling he was going to run over, like he was going to run into their car. Not so much they were going to run over them because he's clearly inebriated, Very. and like they're almost running over. Like, uh, I don't know, were you walking, bro? Because if you weren't and you were driving, you have no business being on the road in the first place. So maybe you were trying to run them over. You know, one of those like, oh, your face is being up my hands situations. Uh, but who knows? Do you have the video by chance? You know where it is. I'm getting it. Okay, guys, you got to see. This shit. It's look, 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 white people. I, I, I need for you to understand that there are repercussions for. It. Don't ask. You can ask a million times why you can't say it. You may or may not get an answer. You may not get an answer you like. You most likely won't. And if you are getting an answer you do like from one of your black friends, that person is insane. That said. I feel like you have to understand that if you say it, you have to be about it. So that means if there is a group of five young black people there, and you say you kind of deserve the ass whooping, right? Not kind of, you actually do. And we're all laughing at you on the internet, just like I was. It's, um, 
the only thing that would have made it better would have been the sonic rings. There we go. So let's go ahead and play that for them. That's cool to see it. We look, guys. We had to keep. We had to keep it playing just so that we can hear her say, "Well, you know, he did say nigger." <laughs> and uh, that's what we need to be doing in 2018 because I feel like people really are too bold with the bullshit, and they really think that you are now with the shits. And we are. We are petty, and we are with the shits all through 2018. That is disgusting. That is very. Disgusting. Um, we'll have to put that up somewhere. It's a picture. Um, that um, some snossage. I decided to put up sausages. So Mara decided Maddie decided to, to some put up jelly sandals. Wow, 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 wow. So um about forty years too small. Now can you let's go ahead and ask you a question that no. I think about this now. Some people and you're you know, I'm gonna ask you because you're the white guy and you're not the tanky in the group. So I feel like this is a really good way for us to explain to our allies. Like not everybody is milk toast. You know, you have allies like, you know, Mara over here, you know, Rickety Cricket over here who fucking gets it. You know what I'm saying? Like he'll throw blows for the for the culture, and that's what we're talking about. But it's not even an allyship. It's just what happens when you're a leftist. You get it. You know what I'm saying? And any type of injustice where it's anti-capitalist, or any just injustice where it's capitalist and it's um, you know racist and it's from the ruling class, that ally needs to fight back no matter what. You don't get in your feelings. Well, oh, I'm not a Bernie. You don't get into that. You just worry about helping the working class no matter what and each other. So. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying to you, like you hear right. people say the N word a lot at work. They need their ass beat. I've heard it a few times at work. Right. They need their ass beat. And I just feel like it's like one of those things. Now, the fucked up thing is that if you say something, you get in trouble. But if they. I would probably get uh, moved. Right. Because I'd be rocking the boat, so to speak. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Because that's just the way they are. Unbelievable. It's so it's so fucked up. But I'm thinking, what do you say to the people who say, like, oh, you know, and I've seen this and I get frustrated because I'm like, dude, you have no idea how many times, the, you know, this person's heard this and that word is charged as fuck. You know, the people who say, like, oh, it's just a word. And I know you've probably seen this, especially on Facebook. I think we all have. Oh, yeah. It's just a word. You only have as much power as the word, as the word, you know what you I'm saying, as you allow it. So, you know, get over it. It's just a word and yada, yada, yada. You know, I'm not. And I've seen this from black people, too, which is blows my mind. What do you think about that shit, right? I mean, just what is your part? Like, do you even care? Like, what do you think? Should white people be able to say that shit? Obviously, I don't, if I wouldn't marry you if I felt like you do that. But why don't you think? they should be able they should not be able to say it they, they just should no, I mean <laughs> they just should I mean do they argue about it at your job being able to say it or in yeah cause you don't have anybody in your circle like this and that's real shit so I've heard them alright well why you know when someone gets in trouble for saying it like why can't we say it they say it all the time why don't you say it aside from you know you have black kids and a black wife <laughs> And Just because I don't, do you, I mean, I don't. Do you know. have any desire to say it whatsoever? No, <laughs> I, just, I don't, don't really care. <laughs> and I wouldn't be Frank singing. I want to say the N word. It's just not one of those things where like, I don't really feel like you know what I'm saying. Like I don't go around yelling at Jewish people. Like I want to say you know, this word or whatever. I, I don't run around saying that. Right. You know, so I'm not gonna turn around and say that. Have let it be okay here. And you know, it just it's the and the racial dynamics are totally changed. So white people in 2018, if you're listening to this, understand that if you say the N word, you might meet the wrong one or the right one in that case. Yeah. And they 
put you to sleep. <laughs> and I, I don't think you want that. Uh, you had, uh, Nazi got knocked, put to sleep in Seattle. Oh my last God. Year, two years ago now. I think that's what we need to be doing. I think when they come into town, we need to say, you know, those people who are mad racist, just like they need to know that they're being headhunted. It should be like something out of like Far Cry or like GTA, like, <laughs> you know, like bounty on this person. Yeah. Um, and just like go get that person and just let them know if you come into your city, your jaw is going to just be dislocated off of your fucking face. But that's tanky and me talking. Um, moving forward, we have um, the Gulag Gang section because we're going to just move right on into that. Gulag Gang, Gulag Gang, Gulag Gang. We're going to have a really cool bump for that moving forward with the background for Gucci Gang. But right now, to start off the podcast, we're going to go ahead and just have me say try and say fast no not really anyway so Ethan Couch if you remember him why don't you go ahead and tell us uh, it's Johnny Cuba Ethan Couch yes that was that uh, rich kid from uh, Texas that killed a family of four or five in that drunk driving accident right yes and uh, affluenza teams yes yes he killed like he definitely killed four people for sure yes drunk driving and it was like two a mom and dad and two kids right Mm -hmm. yeah and so, what's he getting out or of prison like finally? Yeah, after 720 days. So it's not even a full. But he only went. He only served you know? that time. Remember, because him and his mom fled to Mexico. He violated yeah. probation. That's the only reason he served time. Remember, he got probation and some community service. Remember? Well, he what got off. He got off. What I don't understand. Here's the thing about the affluenza thing, and I really feel like when I, I remember when he first got um when he first got sentenced, people were like, "Oh, affluenza, what?" A, but you know, when I think white about privilege. it, I, it really is just another name. Like they were trying to get rid of the white privilege yeah. part of it, and they were like, That's "Let's come with something else." <laughs> white privilege, because even if you're black, you weren't getting no. You're not getting no kind of affluenza. Nope. <laughs> Can I get some affluenza? No, no, no. Kid in the I got affluenza <laughs> just gazoon time. <laughs> Get a flu shot. Get a flu shot. <laughs> Ain't no affluenza here. Get a flu shot. Black folks gotta get the flu shot. <laughs> White people sneezing affluenza all over yep. each other. But it's almost like, you know, it's like that shit when we think about some of this stuff. Like, for example, Affluenza was Fire Festival last year when they went and paid all that money to, like, and come to find out that dude that put it on, I know where it's, you know, but that dude, and this actually goes on the Gulag Gang, too. The man who put on the Fire Festival last year and took oh, all those got, rich white yep. folks' money in the Bahamas for, like, a really shitty plate box lunch. Yep. Um, he got in trouble for what was it? Oh, I'm sorry, I mean to tell you, he got in trouble for I think it was like fraud, financial, like yeah, a lot of money. Wire fraud. fraud, I think. It was. Yeah, I think. Yeah, thank you. I think it was wire fraud. And so you're like, oh, of course it's par for the fucking course with these capitalists. Like if you've seen one, you've seen them all. Yeah. Somewhere or another, if you find them doing something dirty here, you can bet your ass they're gonna be doing it a hell of a lot worse. Um, there's something worse when you dig deeper, and this is just par for the course. Like Pippa Middleton's fucking. Oh, can we talk about that? Can we talk about Pippa Middleton's father-in-law messing yep. around with young boys allegedly? We can go in and throw him in the gulag too. So, oh yeah. I mean, between those three, we've just got a whole or two or three folks. We've just got quite a few people ready to join gulag gang. Anybody in your um, opinion that I mean, you would just love to see gulag this week? Like, let's just say we could that just affluenza kid. Yeah, the affluenza kid. And you don't remember how cocky oh, the parents the, were? Oh, and the Parkland shooter kid. Oh, tell him what happened. Him too, huh? Yeah. I don't understand how they brought him. Well, they found him alive, right? Like oh, he yeah, had the they, rifle and everything. Oh, they yeah. found him alive. He ditched the rifle and was like blending in with the kids. And Stephon Clark, though. Yeah. Stephon, which we're going to talk more in black and bougie because we got to talk about that there. For sure. Moving forward, um, da, 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 da. Gulag, Gulag Gang is woefully short today because I didn't get a chance to. I don't want to um, overburden you guys with too much um, um, fire and brimstone. But I and also we've also been building a new podcast or a new website called Peace Spread and Movies, which is basically Marxist analysis of film, um, books, comics, everything, including commercials. Because to be honest, some of these ads, you know, if you look at the Super Bowl and everything, these ads have their own sites now and like uh. there's whole cultures around it and there's fandoms and subcultures around some of these commercials so we're going to be talking about that because they really are just entertainment they're not informational or inform yeah they're not um, for informational purposes at all 
So we'll be talking when we get that up and going. We'll talk about that more. Moving forward, we have in Reactionary Roundup. We're going to be talking about, um, let's see. Oh, yeah. Trump decided. Now, this is where even where is what did I say? Uh, a broke, even a broke clock is right twice a day. Is right twice a day. So this is where we're coming from. You know, we re. If you, in case you haven't been, or in case you've been under a rock the last couple of years, or especially the last couple of months um, of this year, mm. we we've heard about how rich Jeff Bezos is getting oh, on yeah. Amazon. He's the first, I think they said, the first trillionaire. Billion. He'll be the first trillionaire, hundred billionaire. Yeah, in history. Yeah, I think he's worth hundred and five billion now. Exactly, um, in history, mm-hmm. we have gone far off the rails at oh, this yeah. point. If Somebody can make it in history, and and then this happened on our watch. This wasn't under Roman empires. This wasn't. No. This is under. Our, and there's one man. It's not like there's there's one man who's able to. That's a trillion dollars. That's more than some GDP, like countries' GDPs combined. A lot. <clears throat> exactly. So, I mean, I just want to know how. We got so far. But if you want to know how he got so rich, <laughs> then you can understand it's quite simple. It's because of the tax code. So basically, and, and just how friendly this the, the United States is to business. Oh, yeah. Amazon paid zero taxes last year. Yep. Right? And I can't remember the last. I don't think they paid any taxes in a long no, time. No, a lot of corporations haven't paid taxes. Exactly. But they definitely paid zero fucking taxes last year. We see this. Amazon is headquartered mainly here, right? Yep, Seattle. And when we go into Seattle... Right, we see like into the city proper. We see that, and it's so crazy that you can have somebody with that much money and have that much poverty, with a shitty bus system and so many people being displaced, having to move down to South King County, like in Tacoma and stuff like that. And it just blows my fucking mind that we're letting this happen. But I want him to know that he's on notice because if it goes down, I know exactly where I'm going, <laughs> and I'm going armed. So. <laughs> I'm just letting him know, yes, <laughs> we're strapped and we're ready to go. We know where we're going. So um, keep your shit down tight. So um, the purge. <laughs> the purge. So then, of course, Donald Trump, who I I feel like. <laughs> who just gave him a huge tax break with that right? tax bill. Yes. So it's like it's personal for him. It's like I like business and I like money. I just don't like your bald head ass. Well, he's richer than him. Exactly. Oh, you know, it's like a big dick little dick. Yes. See what and I'm saying? He just gave, with that tax break, he just gave him a huge tax break for Bezio. And now he's claiming, oh, he doesn't pay taxes. Uh, personally, as far as I'm concerned, they can both get fucked. But I will say this much. Donald Trump is right. And I will give him a tiny, tiny, tiny bit of credit. It's not so much him, per se. It's like in his pettiness, in his in his, yes. You know what I'm saying? Immaturity. He actually made a good point that we as leftists can, um, of all stripes, can exploit, which is the fact. And when we're talking and we're, or we're, you know, explaining our praxis to people who are conservative that are worth it. Because let me just put it to you like this: some of you are wasting, or some of you are wasting your time on conservative and liberal people that aren't worth shit, no. who aren't worth the time. They will never change. They will always be an an, an nemesis to the working class, one way or another. With that they do it on purpose or not. So, but he turns around and he's like, you know, you pay no taxes. This is why you make all this money, yada, yada, yada. And it's like, Donald Trump is out here saying something conscious that, that makes sense. But and he ain't paid no taxes. So. He's not paying any taxes. So it's kind of petty in that regard. Right. And, but I wonder, like, does he realize, like, but you know, the sad thing is his base isn't smart enough to put two and two together. No. I don't think his base is inherently intelligent enough to say, but wait, motherfucker, you're not paying. <laughs> I'm mad about this guy, but you're not doing it either, so I'm mad at you. You know what I'm saying? And it just kind of goes back to that. But I just love when they fight each other. They make it easier for us. So it's always good to see them fight each other. So if you get the chance, read their newspapers, read CNBC, read Wall Street Times, read all of that. Because the the reality, knowing that it's a, a whole lot of bullshit, it's, you're reading it not for the fluff articles. You're reading it for the articles where they're talking to themselves with the understanding that they don't think you know what the fuck is going on. So read that shit and you'll see just exactly what their intentions are for the working class and I can tell you it's not anything pleasant. Um, Moving forward into the, let's see, capitalism works. 
Oh my god, and then we're gonna go ahead and end um, with um, Black and Bougie and Zombies is how you get zombies. But first and foremost, capitalism works. We have the Remington bankruptcy. If in case you didn't know, the Remington um, Remington makes guns, right? They're going bankrupt. Old yeah, old school guns, right? And they're they're going bankrupt and I can't find an inner like I feel bad for the workers because they're going to be without a job and anything that you know obviously the working oh, class yeah. this is just par for the course but I'm having a hard time feeling bad about the company itself the capitalist itself suffering and like fizzling out and dying because no one's buying guns now you don't think they're buying guns I thought they said the guns were they, uh, they had huge gun sales when Obama was in office yes so that's why they loved the NRA loved him getting elected again because their record their numbers surged and gun sales surged again jesus now that trump's in office no one's taking guns but they do surge after every school shooting of course mm -hmm. they did say gun sales had surged after the parkland shooting which is that's par for the course because everyone goes out and is scared that they're gonna ban guns on a whim after every shooting mm -hmm. which is sad but other than that gun sales are down I don't especially even, for them i don't even believe in guns in i don't even believe in in getting like completely like complete full gun control because we know what happens if you pay attention to what happened in Chile in 19 the 1970s after Pinochet took over right those the working class was unarmed and because they weren't armed the fascists and the capitalist pigs were able to kind of come in and not kind of come in but there's people we can't find till today all right the bodies are still missing all right um and Pinochet was hardly punished. Like, he went off to England and died there with that bitch, Margaret Thatcher. So, at the end of the day, like, there was no justice. So, we can't get rid of all of our guns, and we'll explain that in future podcasts, hopefully. But, but at the same token, like, this whole situation here is a mess. And it actually brings us... Actually, let's go ahead and talk about that. It's going to bring... Um, um, a little bit more when we talk about um, the Blavity Blacks or the Black and Bougie section where we talk to, about Jesse Jackson's little interview... Because this kind of blows my mind, some of the shit he said with the Parkland teens being this whole, like, it's totally like he's ignored all of this activism black and brown and, you know, trans and LGBT kids have done, disabled activists have done, so that he could talk about the Parkland teens, which is great. But it just kind of goes to show you who's, who they're paying attention to. And, you know, let's, we'll talk about that more then. Toys R Us. We are Toys R Us kids, guys. We grew, we were oh, born yeah. in the 80s and 70s. So we... But then doesn't it... The point of this podcast is to kind of examine the weird shit that happens under capitalism. So part of me, even though I'm fully deep into this practice, a part of me when I heard the news was kind of heartbroken that Toys R Us was getting shut down. That's where I got one of my first tennis rackets to play tennis. That's where I got some of my like first skate materials and all that stuff for my roller skates. So my heart is, um, yeah, that's where I got my first rose kids. So my heart is broken a little bit, or was, that it's shutting down because people are like, your kids won't be Toys R Us kids. No more commercials anymore. You know, none of that. You won't be toys. You know, where are you going to? And I'm like, but why do I care, though? You know what I'm saying? Like, Toys R Us, you know? Nostalgia. Yeah. It's an, so how does capitalism get into your heart so much that you have nostalgia for these brands who are, you know, hurting the working class that, you know, they weren't hardly paying their people a decent fucking wage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, they weren't. We, we know that because it's capitalism. So for me, it's kind of it's just so weird how for us, especially in the 90s, growing up under capitalism was like part of our identities. Like I'm a Toys R Us kid. You know what I'm saying? And other things where, you know, let's nerf or nothing. Like, things like that. You know, they just oh, kind of yeah. get branded in, you know. Because so, of the catchy uh, slogan. Yeah. Oh, I'm a, I don't want to grow well, up. I'm a, a Toys R Us kid. Right? But quick tiny story time about that before we continue is when I first came up here from Panama, you know, we didn't have big books of toys. With the prices and everything, like, you know, it was kind of like... Oh, the, the catalog. The right, you know, R directly R marketed the towards R kids. catalog showed yeah. up, Yeah, because it's, it's not directed towards... The parents. The parents, it's directed towards oh, kids. Oh, yeah, so the kids can go through, Mom, I want this, and Dad, I want this. Exactly, so, like, when me and my brother, when we were going through that, flipping through it as, as you know, these, these young, you know, foreign kids, we're like, this is... <laughs> Runneth over like who the fuck can afford all this shit? They had cars in here, you know, Power Wheels, but we're like they have yeah. little white kids in cars. <laughs> like, 
Like it's like where the fuck are you going? You can't even you know you don't have all your teeth yet. Yeah. So it was just very interesting to see how big capitalism was. But capitalism can't save everybody, and that also goes under capitalism works. Like like we told you, why? Because this is what happens. What shut down Toys R Us wasn't millennials. It wasn't Amazon really. It was the fact that private equity stepped in and bought. And basically use the debt as a holdover and Toys R Us got into it. So maybe, you know, they just kind of got into a bad deal. Private equity strikes again. And now these people are going to be without work in a retail environment that is increasingly small. Uh, oh, fourth U.S. man dead. This is so bizarre. And this has to go. This has to go under, under capitalism works. Gulag gang and fucking, like, <laughs> gulag gang. Definitely. This guy has to get the gulag. Basically, I'm going to get to it. Rich, rich fucking guy. Super rich. Like, mega rich, wealthy guy in, like, the Southwest somewhere, right? Or somewhere in yeah. Michigan. Um, he's like, I've got, I buried 4 million or something like that. A couple million dollars. Like it was a lot of money out somewhere in the desert in Arizona or somewhere in the Southwest. And, um, whoever finds it can have it. And so then he gave like a riddle of where it would be. Someone solve it? No, the fourth one died. No one has solved it yet. It's still out there. Oh, that guy, that guy. So, so a fourth and person died. They're trying died. to blame him for the deaths, aren't they? Weren't they trying to blame him for like the second death? You don't think they should? I think they absolutely should. No one's making him go out there. I feel like it's and like... you're dumb enough to go out there, you... Hey. But I mean... You have to understand how, like, absolutely immoral it is for you to, like... I feel like it's more for... Like, I can I be honest with you? And this is going to, you know... Do, 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 do. I honestly feel like it's almost like there's no fucking money out, money there. out there, but it's like, a, like what? Uh -huh. Like I feel like this is like Black Mirror. <laughs> like, there's no money out there. I just want to kill them indirectly. Like, you know, like I want to have blood on my hands indirectly. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he can take credit in his head for killing them, but not, but not get in trouble because it's free will. Like, this is some needful thing shit. Yeah. I mean, no, he's not making them go out there. There's no proof that he did it. It's not yeah. like he had his photos of it. Lord. So, I mean, I mean, he's not making them. He just said there's something buried out here. Here's a riddle. Mm -hmm. If you solve the riddle, you know where it's at. But people have like, I, I just feel like, I don't know, I'm just going to say this is some Black Mirror shit, some needful things shit. And if you guys want to know where the devil's vacationing, ask that guy because he probably knows. So... <laughs> going to be it for our capitalism works um, segment. Capitalism works is basically when we highlight how capitalism does its fucking job, right? So it makes despots of weirdo fucking men who will say that there's a treasure out there and have like four people's blood on their hands. And yes, they do. Um, and, you know, Toys R Us getting shut down, but like identifying with a, a brand that just, I mean, at the end of the day, it's just somebody behind closed doors made that choice with that private equity and of course Remington bankruptcy so who knows I don't think any more guns are going to go to the wayside but there's that and in our next segment we like to call black and bougie it's where we talk about um, black liberals black celebrities and all the black issues mainly me because you know Johnny um, Maddie Mara over here is actually um <laughs> <laughs> so old pseudonyms are all black. Um, he's actually, um, you know, white guy. So he's not gonna just be out here like I know everything, motherfuckers. But um, <laughs> but you know, he does know a couple of things here from being married to me. So um, moving forward wow. with that. So I don't know if you guys remember. We're kind of behind it, but we're gonna try and bring it up real quick. Jay Z had this app that he said, along with you know the the tech company, was gonna help streamline bail, but it actually ended up giving your private information to yep. <laughs> people you didn't want to have your private information. Yeah. And so it kind of goes back to, you know, I always see the arguments like Jay-Z is doing a really good thing and black people grabbing the barrel. This is why we can't have nice things, yada, yada, yada. And it's like, he's a venture capitalist. Yeah. Emphasis yeah. on the capitalist. So what is the, the point so what is the point at this point? So um, we're going to get into that in a little more, um, but we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Capitalism works. All right, so we are back, and we're going to be talking about Black and Bougie. So again, back talking to about Jay-Z's um, bail app 
and it kind of goes back into how we cannot i don't know i guess i don't know why people trust jay-z so much and his fucking intentions like the guys explained a million times in a million different fucking songs that he's all about money mm-hmm. right it's never been about no like i like he does these things that are like mildly conscious about being like black and you know struggle but like the guy's very rich he's on forbes he doesn't get it anymore he never will get it again until like he's lost all of it and then has had to like struggle for it for a little bit longer and so like i guess i get tired of people giving just people like him a pass when they're doing more harm than good let's not forget that jay-z was not paying his motherfucking employees couple years ago and you can go in and google let's go in and google his 40 40 20 20 whatever the fuck it was club they weren't paying the people now and so now y'all want to you know (laughs) oh it's so good you know why can't we have nice things the guy has been shit for many years so why would we care about him doing a stupid bail app now you know it's not for anybody's benefit but himself right and his wife and his kids yep get that and so we just kind of have to get over like these this blind allegiance to black folks because they're rich and that kind of goes right into the next thing jesse jackson was talking about martin luther king again and i feel like you have no business talking about martin luther king and i think jesse jackson is a really good example of of black liberals like deray you know that is right the guy with the blue vest all the time oh yeah so you know he's always there and he's always he's always on camera or he's always doing doing photo ops he's going to the black panther premieres and all of that other shit and his face is painted and he looks ridiculous right but it's like here we are what how many years after um mike brown four years and stefan clark has been shot in his back now i recognize that the ray and them cannot do everything by their own because you gotta abolish the fucking police all cops are all cops are bastards but like i just feel like we haven't made any progress like nothing has changed nothing in 2018 changed from 20 like they let alton sterling's murderers walk walk but they got fired one got fired but i somebody said online that he already had another job lined up of course he did that's what they do now you cannot tell me like i just it gets tired to me why are we asking the people if somebody has an inherent bias that says i'm an animal and i'm gonna shoot you in your fucking head like that piece of shit cop told alton right then at the end of the day like what <laughs> there you can't fix the policing and no amount of blue vests and like getting on tv and seeing kumbaya and twitter clapbacks no. is going to change that right and when pe- when i tell people that really and truly the only thing that's going to take it to understand is a couple licks in their asses then all of a sudden people are like oh you're a killmonger and it's like what do you do to people who exterminate you you know what i'm saying they're not going to stop them. exactly you're not going it, to it's not you're going to have to finish them off. Like, they're not going to stop. So, that's just... Oh, that's my tanky minute. Tanky minute. Tanky minute. Um, and we're full tanky on you. So, yeah. Which brings us close. You know, after all of this, Jay-Z's getting money to bail apps. DeRay's getting dressed up for Black Panther um, premieres and all that other shit. And no one's talking about the very real, the real fact that um, we have this whole black liberal politic thing and this whole liberal politic thing that may have gotten young black kids killed with those two white women. Remember the famous picture with the little boy hugging the cop? We're not talking about that and how everyone praised that, but it was behind, like, there was more to the story. I don't even think they still found their bodies yet, him and his two sisters. They haven't found his body, I know that. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, bro. And here we are, four years later, and Stefan Clark was shot in the back. And I'm glad that, you know, you know, this could show you something. His brother went to the town hall meeting where they talked about it and raised ass. And, like, sat up on there and shouted and raised ass. His aunt made noise and raised ass. And that's what we need to be doing. This, I love my blackness and your shit. You don't love my blackness if you're not out here fighting for me the way that kid's brother was fighting for him, clearly. So I just, I don't, I don't understand. So moving forward, when we have, um, send us in your black and bougie stories. And there are so very many. I mean, there's so, so, so many. But right now, we, you know, we're going to go ahead and focus on just that one. And um, 
we're hoping that we can just go ahead and bring more attention to the reality of these celebrities because I really do think that they that they do their celebrity and their liberalness does more harm than good. And that's actually something someone told me the other day. Um, this guy with white supremacist views, he was like, I don't think there's any problems with black people. I mean, it's not so hard for you. It's easy. You can be whatever you want to be. You can make as much money as you want to make. Because look at Beyonce and Oprah. And I'm just so tired of hearing of these two women. Right? Like, I don't want to hear it. Right? Look at them. They're also poor by other rich white people's standards. Like, they're on the bottom end. Oh, yeah. So if they if rich people had like a lower class like a like a poverty class, <laughs> that, yeah. that's where they would be. See what I'm saying? So like compared to like rich white wealthy families and stuff like that mm-hmm. and men. So I'm just kind of like so yeah. Even look at them. That's an example of racism right there, right? So I don't I. <laughs> That, and to end out we're gonna end with zombies do you want zombies because this is how you get zombies basically CRISPR is this new startup I swear you guys are really just trying to give us zombies they're trying to figure out if they can map um like if they can map like how you um like your genes to see if you have which diseases you have in your body that are you know hereditary and stuff like that that could come back to bite you in the ass <coughs> excuse me and um <clears throat> Basically, there was some issues with that, right? So it turns out that it was able to do a pretty good job of figuring out if you were going to have a terminal disease or, you know, some of those illnesses, genetic mm-hmm. illnesses. But it also, like, added more shit that you didn't have. So, <laughs> and this is on Wired. I'm going to have to look it up for more for you guys, and we'll talk about it later um, on another future episode of Zombies because this is how you want zombies. Or this is how you get zombies. I feel it's going to continue to come back up. But it just kind of shows to me, like, I feel like it's shit like this that really gets us zombies. Ah. Right? I feel like if we're going to get zombies, and not even zombies, we have to understand like ghouls, not zombies, not the African zombies who are, you know, something, but like ghoul zombies. That's going to be how it is. It's going to like unlock this thing that makes us like start wanting human flesh and before you know it, we're all eating each other. And not in a good way. Bath salts, bro. Straight bath salt like 28 days later, 28 weeks later shit. And I'm not here for that. So I just, um, yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah, hoping who, that. Who, who would be here for that? Yeah, guys. That's not fun. <laughs> Apparently, with, wait, with all the with the way capitalism keeps churning out fucking zombie shit, I would think everybody's here for it. Zombie runs and all that oh, shit. Gamers are. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> you freaking zombie gamers are ruining the genre. They'll put out a million freaking zombie games, but I can't get another dishonored. You know, I'm. T- yeah, you can. I'll do a third one. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. We'll we need an order 1866. That's what we need. We need a second one of that. We can't get. That's why we can't have nice things. You guys want zombie games, but we can't get no order 1866, no Bioshock Infinite two, or anything like that. I am hurt and I am disappointed. All right, uh, all right, guys. That's gonna be the end of <laughs> our very first podcast. Our very first episode, and um, you know, we didn't get a chance to do Devon get the tanks, so we're just gonna say it. Um. So, I mean, I guess my most extreme thought right now, so that we can go ahead and say, Devon, get the text. Um, I guess my most extreme thing is I just really want to, you know, run a tank over the, I don't know, I feel like, who should get a tank today? The couch kid. Like, oh, let's get him, let's get him with a tank. So, um, Devon get the tanks for Ethan Couch because I just kind of want to run him over with one of the tracks. Yep. So, and if you don't like it, you can kiss my ass because I'm a tanky through and through. So fuck off. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um and um i'm playing but not really kind of but and yeah. so then that's gonna be it um do you do you want do you want to get the tanks for you for anything in particular the couch kid the couch kid as well oh. all right so that's it so we got the tanks for um ethan couch that's gonna be the end of the first episode of run the means thank you so much for joining us if you would like to know more about run the means you can check us out on Twitter at Run the Means Pod, at Run the Means Pod, all one word, Run the Means Pod, and you can go ahead and check me out on Twitter at Exo Seattle Slim. And Maddie Meyer, you want to give him your Twitter or no? No, <laughs> he doesn't want to hear shit from you. So go ahead and tweet <laughs> it too. 
<laughs> go ahead and tweet it to at run the pod run the means pod run the pod means run the means pod run the means pod tweet it there and then we'll make sure that he gets the message i'll also be getting the message and then keep an eye out we'll have a facebook page and also quick drop we will be dropping peacebreadmovies.com later on today or tonight whenever i get the chance to finish the website and not pull my hair out um where we'll be talking again marxist analysis of movies comics book comic books um commercials everything and so it's not going to be one of your run-of-the-mill um websites where it's just the constant news about what's coming out if it's worthy of a marxist analysis if there's something insidiously capitalist about it or fascist or anything we'll be doing an analysis on it on peacebreadmovies.com if there's something that we can share with the working class or our thoughts and we'd like to hear from the working class as well it will be on peacebreadmovies.com and i want you to know it is already one of the most highly anticipated yet dangerously anticipated um websites because the capitalists already had an issue with the domain name and i had to call and verify and they were asking me what the website was going to be about before it even went live so that kind of tells you all you need to know about this new website you're gonna want to fuck with us so um we'll be seeing you next week for season one episode two of run the means stay breezy and um don't get too high today I need some money, I got my plug. Yo, she always showing me extra love. She always throwing me extra drugs. I don't ever be up in the club. I'm in the cut and I'm counting up. Yo, bitch hit me when she needed dub. I told that hoe get that money up, man. Hey, hey, but I'ma bust that plug anyway. I don't turn money down any day. I don't got no job, I work the stank. Bro, I ain't got no job, he work his bank. Back in high school, I would work the pills. These bitches rolling, those coppin' fields. Taxing the lame, I ain't got no deals. Coming work up for shit was real. OGs be trapping all out the wheels. All of the risk for some extra bills, man. Hey. Yo, most them bad bitches do blow for real. Can't spend the night cause them hoes are still. Shout out to the money from the drugs. Shout out to the money, love the drugs. Shout out to the money from the drugs. Shout out to, shout, shout out to, shout out to the money from the drugs. Shout out to the money, love the drugs. Shout out to the money from the drugs. Shout out to the money, love the drugs. My we supercalifragilisticexpialidocious.